0: This is Agent to Agent Remarks. My name is Jeff Lavelle. I am a real estate broker and property manager with The Brokerage, a real estate firm, just outside of Las Vegas and Henderson, Nevada. Agent to Agent Remarks are those comments in the multiple listing system that aren't shared with the general public. They're just those private comments between the real estate agents. And so this series is going to focus on fun stories, not so fun stories, and all those little things that you don't always get to hear about. And it's far from reality TV it's the real part of real estate so sit back relax let's talk about some real estate and thanks for stopping by Hello, everybody. Jeff Lavelle here, broker of The Brokerage, a real estate firm, and you are at listening to Agent to Agent Remarks. It's my fun little podcast I have here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, The City of Hopes and Dreams, I think is what they call us. Is that right, Rob Morganti? That is it,
1: hopes and dreams and uh, drains.
0: (laughs) I've got my buddy Rob Morganti with Life Realty here. Rob and I have been friends for about 17 days.
1: Yeah, give or uh, take. uh, Give or take. It's been a while. (laughs) It feels like seven years, but it's
0: good. Uh, We've been friends for, uh, I think, seven years. And uh, we met at Realty One Group. Uh, We were both there as agents and both decided to... Go our our separate ways. Yes. You went one way, I went. Well, we were never really partners. I mean, lovers, but just never really partners.
1: No. (laughs) Thought about it. My wife and
0: mine. Uh, Speaking of of wives, we'll get to that later. But I've got Rob Morganti with me today. And Rob is not only is Rob a top producer here in Las Vegas, the Henderson area with the Morganti group. um, He and his wife, Delilah. Delilah. Hey, 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 Delilah. Um Delilah and Rob are the Morgani group over at Life Realty and Rob is not only just a great top producing agent in town but he is also just a generally fun person to know. Um I have had many just kind of butt-gusting conversations of hilarity and really just no punches, no BS. Rob is straight shooter. I don't think you ever wonder where you sit with him. So Welcome, Rob. Thank, Thank you. you. It took six months for me Great to get you. Great to be you. here.
1: Finally, remember where it's at. <laughs> Nailed down. Same shithole. That's fine. <laughs> what else going? On? We'll put Great. an
0: NSFW warning on your uh, <laughs> your do. podcast. Please do. Uh, So yeah, warning that Rob and I do tend to have a, a few choice words, and it's not like us to be uh, too polished when we talk no. together. So, how was your day so far? Good. Busy. Busy.
1: Yeah? showed half of Summerlin today. <laughs> It's pretty, but they want—they really want Henderson, but they just need to make sure right? that. <laughs> they, yep, they're looking for the 4,000 square foot, $250,000 house in Summerlin. Does not exist, but you know we're gonna find it. We'll find it. Might be connected to another house, but we'll find it. It's good stuff. But it was great. Showed seven properties. Great buyers have their home listed under contract in a day. Market is stupid right now, which is great. Um, but, you know, we had to, you know, kick some tires and see what's out there. So it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was a good morning. Any good morning. any
0: prospects, anything on the promising horizon there?
1: What, with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found two we really liked. You know, the goal is, you know, I think, you know, fish them out 20. They like 10. We see six or seven, and we really got a choice between two. So it's been pretty, you know, the, the, the pickings aren't out there. They're very picky. They don't have to necessarily – buy even though their house is under contract they have an opportunity to go you know move twice and find out what they really want but right you know the, the great thing about it you know with the market what they're doing is these guys are you know based on their house that we have they remodel a lot of things mm. so it's more location it's more lot size it's more Fut- in their house that we have they remodel a lot of things mm. so it's more location it's more lot size it's more
0: future opportunity
1: you know it's more macro and then the micro doesn't really matter because they're going to change it all up anyway. Right. So the 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 you know we have an advantage there to where we could really be specific on larger things. Move mm. some walls around is what they'll do once they're in the place. So those
0: clients are fun. I, fun. I had a client right. um, uh, Carson and Jeremiah. Carson is the gal, and I always uh, she she actually went by Stephanie in college because people didn't <laughs> okay. go people didn't know. But Carson and Jeremiah, they're wonderful. But they're those people that you'd walk into a house with and you're like oh god this house oh, this is awful and they time. walk in and they're like oh well we could move this I'm wall and we me. could do this and we could blow all that out and then we could just and i'm like what are you talking about like this this hurts my brain
1: yeah. yeah yeah exactly and you know some of those things you know that that's the that's the great thing is you know we give our little personal touches in there we've seen thousands of houses right so when you walk in it's like oh god this is a sh- they're not going to like this and they right. walk in and like <gasps> This is the best thing ever, and it's like, oh yeah, it is. As a matter of fact, yeah, it's great. Look how yeah. great this is, or it's is. like, look how beautiful this house is, and I'm like, eh, that backyard's I, terrible.
0: I learned early just to shut up. Um, I tried until I, until I'm struggling. until you're asked for your opinion or you feel as though they want it. Yeah. Um, I well, like I've had clients that have said, "Look, we want to move from uh, two bedrooms." To four bedrooms and they give you this list of criteria sure. and then inevitably you go and you show them something that they asked you to see that is nothing like what they told mm-hmm. you they wanted to see yeah. and is actually a lateral move from where they already are and so those are the times where I'm like look I can't in good conscience sell you a lateral move I want you to know that it's yeah. a lateral move and that you're okay with the lateral move and then we can do whatever you want yeah. but like I can't bite my tongue just oh, and, and what's
1: even better than that is when they sit down and You know, you're at the kitchen table and you're going over specifics, like so much detail in (laughs) setting up a search for them. And you get the search dialed in and you have 48 homes that you sent on the first pass, open the portal, everything's good. They don't like any of them, but their friend sent them this house that you absolutely positively have to see. And they love it and they, why didn't you find this for me? And I'm like, well, it's nothing in the criteria that I wrote in the little notebook with your name. Right. And it's like, what happened? Like, right. what's going on here? Like Where did now go? I'm a terrible agent yeah. because I didn't find this one house that's 4,000 square feet larger and 200,000 more expensive than and what you wanted. And six miles out the school zone Silly that me. you said you
0: – Well, and, you know, that that brings me to an interesting uh, thing I've – I've so when, when real estate agents started, right, mm-hmm. you know, when they first uh, made the mistake of licensing us – uh, to do this job, we had all the homes, right? We had the book, well, this was, this was, this predated me. Every Tuesday. Right. The book. And so the book would come out and you'd have literally before the internet, a list of properties that people would have to sort through, find the house they wanted. The agent would pick the phone up, call the other agent to see if the house was even still available because this book was a week old now. Um, and then that was the, the internet and it's uh, before the internet. Well, obviously it's, it's evolved Mm -hmm. Um, some good and some bad, but the point now that I think our role, and you tell me, I think our role has much more Become that of the negotiators, that of the people who are there. Certainly, we find homes. Certainly, we are the the eyes and ears. We know what's out there. We know what's in our marketplace: the new homes, the resales, the neighborhoods. The, we're there still as the experts. Sure. But I think so much more, like you just said, yeah. they can find the house on the internet, right?
1: Think, I think what our job is now is you know we're, we're macro real estate agents, like area, you know comps in the area. Schools school not like things like that, that they're doing, because you're absolutely right. You could go on and get 50 pictures, 75 pictures, videos, 3D tours, like everything. Right. We're the guys that unlock the box, open the key, you know, unlock the box, grab the key, open the door, and then... It looks nothing like the pictures, or it's exactly like the pictures, (laughs) or my God, the pictures are so modified, God, would then take this and what happened in the interim of the two days on the market from the pictures to what it is now? What a crap hole. A little heavy on the HDR. Things like that. So, no, I agree 100%. Like, Like, when I do searches or when I talk to clients or when my agents talk to clients, we send them the houses. Like, I would never put my taste... My wife's taste, anyone's taste, and obviously my wife has very good taste for picking me. We know this. We'll get (laughs) get to that. But put our taste or our spin on, you know, I picked out 10 houses for you. I think you're really, really going to love them. And then that gives, for me, more pressure like, you know, Rob, this is nothing what we like. You don't know what we like. We're firing you. Right. So now they go online. They look at... You could set up the MLS, get it to their exact criteria, and then they find these houses on 25 different websites that aren't available. Right. Or maybe the school zones were put in wrong. Right. Or maybe, you know, now we're manually putting in areas. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is another animal that, that I think is, is, you know, I found one that, you know, I, I actually made the mistake. You know, it was caught by a fellow agent of mine that I put in 103 and it was 403. Made a mistake. Yeah. You know, and it's Shame just, on it's, you. It's, it's, you know, it's fine. It's Okay.
0: Of course, our industry wants to string you up by your toes for that. And, well, yeah, I you, mean, know, you know, how dare you? What an what idiot! What are you doing? How Why are you made me drive you? all the way? Are up, you like,
1: new? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I am. <laughs> you know, so you're absolutely right. So, so but we we are the negotiators now. Yeah. You know, some of us think we're attorneys, but we're not. But no. we are negotiators, and and our job is to take their dream or take their house that they pick, put it on paper and get them the best possible terms that they're looking for. Right. You know that so now the whole package is complete.
0: And so often, you know, you just mentioned you got these clients that are moving from house A, selling that, mm-hmm. getting the equity out of it and mm-hmm. moving to house B, so often we're also the conductor, you know, the coordinator, the the concierge of of not only getting the, the repairs done during the inspections, but then, of course, we're helping them with the movers and making sure that,
1: Organized you chaos. know,
0: the two escrows are coordinated and that the escrow officer on one and the alone officer on the other are coordinated. You know, so it, it really does take more than just, hey, you bought a house, congratulations, right. you know, move in.
1: I mean, there, there is so many things like buyers and sellers don't realize that it's happening behind the scenes sure. of point A to point B.
0: And I think that's our fault. I think part of it is that it becomes for you for, for people at that, that produce at your level, at my level, at that level of some of the other agents in town, we're just so used to doing it. It's sure. part of what we sure. offer as our full service sure. that we don't think about it. But, but I think
1: But the reason being that we are able to hit those numbers and get those that the number of units in a year is because we are chaotic enough mm-hmm. and organized enough at the right. same time yeah. that we can Put it in a straight line. So what I mean by that is not everybody could do 10, 15, 20 deals a month, like sometimes. and You know, you have to learn to get there. Because I remember doing one and two and then three (laughs) and then five was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Went back down to three was easy. Went up to seven was hard. Went back down to five was easy and just kind of kept going. Now you're chugging along at 15 to 20 and you're twiddling your thumbs. So now, we're wide, now we're wide open. <laughs> now, now we're well. Now well, we the, the no, toe in the pun, water. Pardon the fun. Wide open. No. So anyway, so so it's all about organization, you know. So you know there are a lot of things that you know, so many things that happen behind the scenes that you know we do. So yeah, we are a negotiator in the front end, right? But we're also an, an organizer in the middle and towards the end, right? You know, the ultimate goal is to get from point A to point B. Point A is you Know in the beginning, super happy, high five, crying, can't help. But then again, you're also working on buyer's remorse. You're working on, you know, oh my god, did we bite off more than we can chew? Searches what are still coming in yeah, with new properties. Are still, yeah, searches. I keep my searches on until appraisal's in, yeah, you know, or until they unsubscribe. It just right. is what it is, you know. And then the middle is kind of cool. Everybody's getting excited towards the end, gets a little hectic because that's when some, you know, lending partners and things like that start figuring it out. You know, that's when. You start getting tightened down and you start going through the underwriting process and it gets hectic and the buyers get frustrated because I gave you those documents in the beginning. Why do I need to update it?
0: Right. You had you know, my bank just, statement six months yeah, ago. Yeah, Why just, you it just them? gets
1: really, you know, and you, you had a phone call earlier is, you know, I, I never tell loan officers how to do their job. Just don't tell me how to do real estate. Right. Pretty simple. Yeah. The, you the, know, so stay out of my way I stay out of yours, but make sure that it's an extension of what we offer. You right. Know, we want to make it an entire process because. I've had bad reviews where loan officers or escrow or warranty or home inspection diminished what I did in the long run. And our our part of the transaction was smooth. You know, so it's a different ballgame because I was there with the books. I know you're 40 under 40 for like the 15th year. I get it. You know, you got 40 under 40 plaques. He's really 47. So don't let him bullshit you about this 40 under 40. If he could do 30 under 30, he would do that. But it's really 46 under 46 is what he is. But, you know, I was there when the books were there. 1987 out of high school, got my license, 18 years old. Nobody bought a house from an 18 year old, but went to the office every Tuesday, picked up a book and would go out and try to call my first, my first, are we doing like this kind of, yeah, work for for, you know, yeah. so my first deal out of high school was, you know, okay, A, go to college, B, get a real estate license. Bus tables, work at a coffee and donut place down in New Orleans. Uh, Alex Lemuel was his name. Old guy. Old. I think he sold the manger. I think he was the property manager for the manger in Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly believe he was well, the manger. Well, man, it looks like we're he, all full this he, evening. No, he, yeah, he managed the manger <laughs> for a three-night stay with over-occupancy of six people. So, no and guests and no livestock, pe- please. Pets, a- pets yeah. allowed. <laughs> Lambs and sheep were good. And camels. Camels were big. But anyway, so, dropped the phone book on my desk and said, "You know, I said, what do I do? Like, okay, I got my license. This is great Louisiana. It's like it was like sixty hours. It was a, like a handwritten test I had to take. It was nothing on the computer. We got offers via fax where you had to fold them and you put it in your car in New Orleans. And your offer, driving over to your client's house, you're all excited. You've got your faxed offer and you get in your car. It's 100 degrees with 98% humidity. You get in your car, you go drive to your client's house uptown. You take your offer out and it's black. The thermal paper. Oh, the, the thermal, thermal paper, paper, paper on the on the old fax machines. Oh, was the worst. I got your offer here and you take it out and it looks like it looks like the dead sea scrolls it's like all burnt and it's just terrible it's just terrible like carbon paper so you know he <laughs> dropped it on said okay here's your here's your clients and it was a new orleans and jefferson parish and orleans parish phone book and said so go through and start making some calls and we kind of did it you know but you know that has changed and i've watched it change over from the atlases that were in the glove box Yeah. And the, the the metro books, what was it metro map mean me, metro, metro map we had a metro map or you had the folded maps and mm-hmm, directions mm-hmm. on the books were wrong and we didn't have zones back there. We just had zip codes mm. or the dividers of the books. Um, black and white, three-by-four-inch picture with a brief description, beds, baths, square footage, and that was pretty much it. So Jeez. people looked at zip codes. So it was kind of like old school, and you watch it go to that. And it was like an almost like an evolution of lockboxes. Yeah, oh gosh. Kind of followed the, right. you know, remember the little thing, you yeah. stick, you know, pull in, get the code, and mm-hmm. do all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed not only for us as agents, but definitely for buyers and sellers as well. There's so many choices out there and so much stuff they could find online that, you know, that's we'll open the door for you.
0: So, yeah, you so you started in... 87. La right? Yeah, Louisiana, New right? Louisiana. Right? Louisiana. And you're a Saints fan.
1: Born and raised. Right? Die hard.
0: Oof. Yeah. They're playing the Raiders, right? Isn't that one of the
1: first games? First game. So, like, I don't have season tickets, so if any... <laughs> Anybody has a couple out there don't want to lot <laughs> my wife was like, "Hey, you know, we could get tickets for that game." I'm like, let me explain something to you. It's the first game in a new city, right, with a new stadium, right? There's no way. Right. Like the Raiders could be playing Gorman, and they'll have seventy, <laughs> and they probably get their ass the kicked, and, and the Raiders might lose, <laughs> but there'd be one hundred and fifty thousand people outside for that game because of <laughs> what's go to, going on with the with the stadium. They I mean, go to Gorman's
0: practice facility, like, and, and
1: I had somebody <laughs> tell me, say, "Hey, Rob, I could get you a couple of tickets, twenty five hundred bucks a piece, to go see the Saints Raiders game." I'm like, "Are you out of your what? Are you out of your mind? Like twenty five? No, I'm not. Like I get, it, I like them, right." Like I'm not liking them five grand. Liking them, no. Delilo's definitely not liking them five. Yeah. grand. five grand. Five grand. Let me see that conversation. Like, That's not. Yeah. Okay. Hey babe, babe get Saints say, How much? Five grand. What? Five grand. Okay. <laughs> Just sit there with
0: a sharpie. Yeah, and it's twenty
1: five hundred less. I'm going to get in the divorce. I guess.
0: <laughs> Black out the last zero on that number.
1: No, it's, yeah. That's amazing.
0: So, uh, what are your what are your feelings right now? I know we're in kind of a, a crazy time. We're in the middle of the pandemic still, I guess. I, I think one of my... Phase 16?
1: You know, you know it, yeah, it feels like forever, right? So, it was kind of cutesy in the beginning, right? Everybody thought it was cute and funny, and like, it's quarantine, it's like so fun, I get to eat all my brownies and have so much fun, and... Do everything, and then four weeks into it, it's okay. It's not so fun anymore. I guess I got to start working out. Now it's eight weeks into it. Okay, this is boring. Right. Like, okay, from a market perspective, we'll talk about that. I, I, I firmly have to believe in being the eternal optimist. Yeah. You know, it's it. it, You know, without, you know, without misguiding clients. Right. You know, it's oh, it's perfect. It's great. Buy now, press hard three times. It's awesome. And then all of a sudden, the bottom falls out. You know. We or to only, the same
0: to another client on the same breath. Oh, it's a terrible time. Yeah, you know I see the both terrible of the, time. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you know and yeah. those are
1: the best. Yeah. They, you know, that's that's fantastic when I see that on Facebook when people yeah. say, you know, you know, especially if they're agents. This is terror. Like it's like you, you better better wait. It's common. Yeah, like I don't understand that. Like like I get so frustrated when I see posts or comments or, you know. And, and you and I have had this conversation. If you weren't around in 04 and 06, yeah. and you weren't around between 2009 and 2011, mm-hmm. don't preach to me about what is or what is not going to happen tomorrow. Right. Because you don't know. Right. You know, you can look at numbers and you can look at data about it's going to happen just like it happened back in 2008. I firmly believe and I pray I'm wrong every day because I'm putting it out a lot that I can't see it happen.
0: I can't either, and no. I, and part of it too is that I think a lot of people fail to take into consideration. Now, again, anything can happen. A lot of sure. our market is dependent upon factors that we have no control sure. over, at the federal level, at the state level, which we've That's been right. very made painfully aware of. Um, but so so look at the the type of buyers that we had in sure. uh, four, five, 6, mm-hmm. Right? No income, no job, no verified assets. I mean, these people social were, in a heartbeat. Yeah.
1: So so On adjustable rate mortgage zero down, three one arm at. A LIBOR 0.1%.
0: And you could, if you could fog a mirror, you could get a loan. Sure. And so that isn't, that hasn't happened for sure. a long time. Sure. Um, and in fact, the the bank statement loans and the income, uh, the, the the bank statement and the, the uh, what's the other creative one that we were seeing?
1: The, the uh, NINA. Thank, thank No you. income, no right.
0: asset. Yeah. The, so those two loans recently came back. Sure. I'd say in the last year? Yeah, year and a half. But time. they tanked immediately, they right? They stopped. The minute that the market fell apart. And, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm and great that's that. great. Because la- yeah. cause
1: last time it was opposite. Right. You know, last time it was opposite. And and this is, you know, when, when you track the data or if you look and see what's going on, like I come also from a general real estate into home building world back into general real estate. Because you were with so, Richmond, right? Yeah, I was, uh, I yeah. was with Richmond from 99 to 2003 here in Las Vegas. Uh, started off in sales on MLK and Kerry in the Northwest mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up moving over to, like, the Nellis Air Force Base area. Like, we had different tracks all over. We had 23 active, 27 active. Sucked me into management.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Went into management. Went into sales manager. Great agents. Great company. Great, great, great philosophy of, of home building. Um, ended up going... Father passing away in 2003, wanted to get closer to New Orleans to my mom, took a VP job in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. So Jacksonville, Orlando and Tampa were my markets from 03 to 07 for an acquisition that we did. Came back here to right size back in 2008 because the market's starting to figure itself out and this is when we started to run into issues. So we had to riff, right size, do everything else to bring the market back in line. But what you did as a home builder is you speculated three to five years out based on projections. So were we a issue back in four, five, and six in building? Absolutely, hundred percent. Forty-nine thousand homes in 04, fifty-one thousand in '05. Traveled off in '06 to maybe forty-four thousand new homes being built in the valley mm-hmm. with predatory lending, right? Controlled by the builder, right? Because they had their own mortgage companies. Who had their own appraisers. Who had
0: their own escrow companies. Who had
1: their own escrow companies who were able to get value on everything. Then all of a sudden, all the ones in 2005 with the adjustable rates started to come mature in 2008. Buy and bail was still available where I would live in a community. I paid 600000 for this house. The market dropped to $300,000. i am going to walk away from the $600,000 house, buy this $300,000 house right. with a fake lease agreement it happened all day and now people are now leaving that $600,000 house buying the 300 market crashes now you got another foreclosure right so just cap
0: it was it spin, was ugly
1: we were impairing lots yeah. so we're impairing lots we're taking these lots that are you know houses are 650,000 we're not moving them we have standing inventory we have to take red tape we impair the lots by 75 or 100 grand drop base prices for 100 grand the guys are coming in seeing their houses being built Guess what? Their their six hundred thousand dollar house is now worth four hundred and fifty based yeah. on the price sheet. Right. They want a reduction. We tell them no way. We keep their earnest money. They walk away. We now we have another that's a normal sorry. That's a normal acquisition. You know, there's a lot of vacant land, there's some infill. There's not a lot of property left to buy. Inspirata right. finally got its traction back. Mountains Edge got its traction back. Aliante, those were the three major foreclosure master plan communities not in las vegas in the country right it was in, it was aliante inspirata and then the mountain's edge. edge those were the three majors and now they're all starting to speculate get in they've had people on land holds in inspirata for 10 years i know kb and it was central and there's a lot of builders were holding on to their dirt for now you know, right. for the last seven years, six yeah. years where it's it was really a, it been was taken off. Yeah, it's been you know, you, you know, you still have over on Lake Mead where cadence is, you still have Smiths and Vaughns trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of their main concerns is once they could get that grocery store up and running and going, it's gonna take off. Same thing happened in Southern Highlands, same thing that happened out in Mountain's Edge. Just it takes a lot of a lot of houses or headcounts to build that infrastructure. So right now, what we're dealing with and the the, the COVID and what's happening with the market, and and there's not a lot of inven- – I mean, the inventory is there. You know, some people are taking houses on the market while house- houses are sitting on the market. I'm seeing multiple offers. I think everybody can kind of see, like, anything under $300,000, $325,000, are in multiple. Right. I mean, it just is, unless yeah. it's just – can I curse? Yeah, I don't unless care. Unless it's just a shithole. And <laughs> it, it just doesn't move, right? I mean, it, it's, it's price-related, you know. I'm seeing you know, I have buyers saying, I'm seeing price depreci- I'm seeing prices drop. I'm like correct, they're dropping to comps.
0: Right. I if mean, you're if you're like, seeing median price, yeah. if you're seeing the, the closed pricing you know, drop, but you're not, you you you're know, seeing list you prices know, if drop.
1: If you pick if you pick ten houses that have been depreciated Eight of them are probably in line with their comps, and that's and that's what the, I, And the other two are hundred dollars to let's freshen it up in MLS. Right, they're doing you know, they're doing you, nonsense yeah, drops yeah, yeah, exactly. just to just yeah. to get it back yeah. in front of people.
0: We had you know. a we had an interesting uh, complaint, not here, but I, we had an interesting complaint. The agents were putting price drops in without the owner's permission. Oh yeah, and it's and and that's the kind of stuff that just kills sure. me. Is the the part of I think two in any profession, right? In any profession. But I think real estate in particular, because part of it is the, the, the lack of professionalism sure. that can exist in our industry, sure. not as a whole, but, a, a, you know, it seems that the ones that do lack it, lack it a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so what's interesting to me, too, is, is we have this need to improve the professionalism in the real estate. I think a lot of people get into real estate thinking, oh, this is an easy career. I'll do well at this. You know, what is it? 90 credit hours. Sure. I think they've increased that recently. 120. Yeah, 120. So you've got About 120 60, credit I hours 60 or something. 60. It's, it's minimal education, minimal startup costs, and then you're kind of unleashed on the public. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what challenges have you run into in your career that you feel would be improved by a better level of professionalism?
1: Respect. I think, you know, other, you know, just, you know, and what I mean by respect is uh, answer the phone,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, th- that's seen. And I posted it today. I <laughs> I've it, seen you post that on Facebook just, before. I'm, I just did it again today. Yeah. I said, I'm trying to answer your phone. Can you not social distance from your phone today? <laughs> like, it's so important. Like, you would be amazed at, at, hi, this is Rob Morganti. Thank you for calling. Please leave a message and I'll get back with you as soon as possible. Or for a faster response, text me. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Two,
0: like, hour, two hours ago, Rob Morganti posts on Facebook, trying to send you an offer, dot, dot, dot. Please stop social distancing from your phone. Thanks.
1: Well, I mean, like, like <laughs> but the message I just said, like how many people, like, please change that voicemail. There's nothing faster than clicking <laughs> the green button and saying hello, then stopping what you're doing, right. reading a text, responding to it. I could assure you, it's not faster than answering your phone.
0: And on that so, note, I think this is the longest conversation you and I have had that hasn't been on by... I don't know the one by...
1: two days ago was 47 <laughs> minutes. I saw it and I thought we were dating. Like I thought, like
0: normally I get a oh god, I gotta I gotta take this.
1: I'll call my you wife back. had to make sure I didn't change a side chicks phone number to say Jeff Lavelle. So we had to double check because I don't talk Is that why she calls me I, from your numbers? I don't talk to a man for 47 minutes. I don't at all. Well, we're at, we're at 28 and a half right now. That's so good. we're doing no, pretty well. Hey, we're doing you know well. What? 28 minutes is a world record for me. So that's good stuff. in a so lot of things you've been, <laughs> I, think
0: <laughs> that, I think that's too long in a lot of things that's too. That's like my college career. Um, so speaking of college, you have a, a, a Pretty handsome kid, oh,
1: yes, uh, right.
0: Ethan, yes. who is uh, not only a good-looking boy, he just graduated high school, yep. he's in college, yep. he's just finished his first year first at, at year? UNR, right? 3.8. 3.8. 3.75. 8. 3. Well, I'll give him three 8. you're rounding, right? Yeah. So uh, tell, one of the funniest things that I think I've heard was you guys had just come back, you and Delilah had just come back from UNR, and I asked how... The, the drop off went because mm-hmm. Ethan's your only yeah, your only, only kid one. right only one um, and mom is is got an empty nest right now yep and you told me the story of leaving campus and apparently he has a downstairs room do you remember downstairs uh, oh yeah first window? floor yeah, yeah first yeah. floor uh-huh. and Delilah you had to it was creeping
1: yeah She was a creeper so anyway yo so I was the best <laughs> so like like the. The, the gods worked out for us, okay? Because Ethan tours ACL, like before he was going to UNR, he was in a, in a I call it the, the Cube Bowl, or the Cube League. And what a Cube League is, is like every guy who played football now working in a Cube has decided to play a flag football league. Oh. So, I, so I call it the Cube <laughs> League. <laughs> so he's in the Cube League. They're playing flag football. It's two weeks before he goes off to college, or a month before he goes off to college. And it was a Sunday, and I said, hey, please be careful. Don't break your leg before you go to school. Oh, God, you jinxed him. Comes home at 930. Hey, Dad, can you help me out the car? I kind of hurt my knee. Okay. Hurts his knee. Help him out of the car. It's swollen up about the size of a football. Can't move it laterally. Can bend it back and forth. So we have an idea what it is, but we take him the next day. MRI, torn ACL, torn MCL. You know, so we're trying to figure out the surgery. He has surgery. He doesn't need surgery, but one doctor wanted to carve him up right before school and put him in physical therapy in Reno. Mom, dad wasn't having it. Mom was definitely not having it first semester. I noticed a pattern, yeah. First way, no way. So we ended up talking to somebody in New Orleans that a friend of mine was uh, one of the Saints orthopedics. He called, he said, we sent him the MRI, we sent him the results. He said, look, kid's 18, put him in a knee brace. We'll put him in a thigh to calf brace. He's going to limp around college. He could have a surgery over Christmas break. He'll be fine.